What is good, peeps? Welcome to an indefatigable artist. Just wake and be. I am your host, Bleas, just a human being a multimedia artist in the 21st century. Just a friendly reminder that it's free to support. A like, comment, or a share goes a long way. You can always check out more at bleese.com and sign up to the free newsletter. Softcover novels, audiobooks, and ebooks are available there as well. Thank you. Episode 6. What's in the mix? What goes into a day in the life of an indefatigable artist? The daily process. What's a perfect day? I don't like the word work. It just sounds grueling. Doing something you don't like to be doing. And in saying this, I just want to give some respect to those who do jobs that must be done for a functioning society. Waste management. Anyone who works in the transportation of goods, postal service, truck drivers, train conductors, agriculture workers, farmers, grocery store workers, of course, doctors, nurses, teachers, anyone serving and protecting the lives of others, just to name some off the top of my head, the ones that... uh mainly go unnoticed, waste management, transportation of goods, postal service, and give some recognition to them and say they should be paid for how vital they are to a functioning society. And given that, given those selfless jobs that must be done for a functioning society, I approach my work as an indefatigable artist in the 21st century to seek to add value to my work that will enhance the lives of others who interact with it. Art is often seen as just a distraction. And today, February 2023, there is a limitless number of distractions that anyone online can turn to. Which is why I approach to add value with my work. When I put out a piece of work, I want it to bring value to the person who sees it and interacts with it. I try to write poetry that breaks the fourth wall a bit to address the reader or listener. What's it all for? What will you... What will you leave behind? This is my bliss exposed for the first time. I hope it's ready. Are you? From that first poem and the first novel. It's the first thing you read when you open that book. So what's a perfect workday? First, perfection is a state never reached. Expectations lead to disappointment have to expect the unexpected. The only constant in life is change. And back to the word work. I like to call it play. I am playing with graphic design, video editing, content creation, 
trying to be someone who doesn't have to kill their inner child. I want that inner child to play free, to see the world limitless. What is a perfect day? A perfect day is one of consistency. Speaking from my experience, I started living routinely 2010, but at that time it was uh, more forced by school and work. So it wasn't one set directly by me, but I made it work and worked within it. But it was uh, the first time consciously living routinely. I feel like as kids, you're forced into a routine uh, by school and high school and middle school and elementary kind of forces your, your day uh, and to live <laughs> that way of waking up before the sun. I think it's just, it's pretty brutal. I think um, kids need sleep. It's so vital for growth and to force them to wake up that early. It's just not right. Um, and it's leading to, to more stress and anxiety. And we're seeing that. Um, I think we really have to prioritize sleep, um, especially, you know, um, as adults, but especially when our brains are growing as, as fast as they are, um, they should be going to school later and adjusting to allow that importance of sleep instead of like being a drill sergeant and waking them up before the sun is up and like forcing them in a classroom to sit down when they have all of this energy. Um, mornings for me are so important. I feel as humans, it's, the most alive that we are, the most limitless we are, is in the morning. For me, the perfect day is waking up at 10 a.m. My internal clock is really good and usually wakes me up around 9.30. And I'll just lay there thinking about a dream, if I can remember it, the day before, the day ahead. If I do remember my dream, it will be the reason why I pull out my phone and start jotting down details that I can remember. I don't think of anything environmental. I just live in this moment. Those first few thoughts as you awake, um, I try to just be right in that moment, in that lucid dream state trying to remember as many details as I can of the dream if I can, or just, just being in the moment, not rushing to exactly get out of bed that, that second, but just sitting there and thinking, thinking of our place in this vast universe, laying there with your eyes closed in a sort of lucid dream state and letting your mind wander stress-free not thinking of all the have-tos. Just wake and be. Embrace that each and every morning. I wake up, think on the vastness of my life for a bit. Pull the covers off, stand up to get out of bed, walk a few steps to go to the bathroom, wash my face, wash my hands, brush my teeth, put socks on, get dressed to go outside, take Ranger out to do the same. 
I only mention all these little details because I feel like we overlook on how many different things we do in a day. Every action is a thought. Energy being used, time being taken, being spent. As a human, we can feel overwhelmed. Like, damn, I didn't get X, Y, or Z done. Where did all the time go today? I didn't do anything. When you feel like you didn't do anything, pick apart all of the little things that you're consciously doing. Okay, you didn't get out of bed today. How many bodily processes are you doing subconsciously? Breathing, your heart's beating, cells are being made. All of those little things and metabolism breaking down food, you're digesting um, all, all of you as an ecosystem, all of those processes, it's all of you. Start thinking on the cellular level, the atomic level. There's so many things that you're doing in a day. It's very easy to feel overwhelmed. And I'm not just talking to others here. I'm talking to myself too. There's days um, where you may think of a hundred things that you should be doing and it's like freezing in a way. You just feel frozen. You have so, so many different avenues you could go down for the day. And then it's a butterfly effect. Okay, you choose this step. Okay, you, you took a step in this direction. Now that's a step you didn't go in another direction. What happens there? You push that domino down and it just keeps going from there. So whatever step you, you choose that day, it leads to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. And so living routinely, I have found to be so helpful in so many ways, lowering anxiety, getting better sleep. So when you feel like you haven't done anything that day, go back, think of all of these processes that are being done. Break it all down, everything that you did that day. Write it out, step for step. You woke up, pulled the covers off, Put one leg down on the floor, the other leg, you stood up, whatever it is, maybe some, before you even get out of bed, you scroll on your phone, check the hundred apps, looking for any notifications you missed, and boom, two hours is gone. How many different directions is your mind being pulled in focus is a struggle hard to aim these powerful thoughts and we're now more distracted than ever and i struggle with it too again i'm speaking to myself as much as i'm speaking to anyone else um i am flawed just as flawed as any other and not speaking from a place of like I'm in this state of I'm always focused and I just do this routine and it's perfect every day 
No. Um, but I look at it, if I'm simplifying it, you know, say the perfect score is 100, right? And there's 100 different things, and it's like, you do a hundred things that day all perfectly. That's a hundred. Okay. You're not going to get, get there again. Perfection is a state never reached. So if you do a hundred things, you break down your 24 hour day into a hundred things. I say that's four things an hour, roughly. But you can have thousands of thoughts. Those are all energy. Those are all a transformation occurring. And again, out of our control, everything we do, everything we consciously do is habit forming. It's hard not to wake up and check the phone. I know. I do try to wait. Um, but our, you know, Doing this for so many years, it's just second nature, especially like if you're an artist and you're constantly putting yourself out there on the timeline. It's vulnerable. It's vulnerable for all of us. I feel it every time I put something out that I've created. It's like you love love it so much. And if it doesn't get that, or even get seen and you get frustrated by the algorithm because it's like you put so much time into that creation and to have it buried by a computerized algorithm, it's frustrating. It's frustrating and it frustrates me of, of that. But realizing that, and this is, and I've talked about this, about content creation of how I'm, of how I'm seeing it differently now. You know, it's this digital journal. It's this digital media that doesn't age. Um, and just putting it out there, just putting it out there and trying to connect with it more instantly, you know, writing a novel for 11 years and feeling like I've shut off a big, you know, portion of that, uh, in creating, um, but this is not a, a preach. <laughs> I struggle. Uh, we're all more distracted than ever. Uh, so I'm definitely speaking from experience here. Everything we do is habit forming. But in the morning, I really do feel so limitless. Um, just laying there and thinking and just letting my mind go you know, going past Neptune, looking back on earth, just constantly going further, just letting it go and go. But my preferred time to wake up, 9.30, get out of bed by 10. But uh, do you have a dog? So usually can't sleep in that long. Uh, I have to walk Ranger. I come back inside. I brew my coffee, breakfast of champions. Then I go to my home office and start up the computers. I'll get to the nighttime, but the night before, um, 
at the start of the week, I like to write down a to-do list for the next day. A lot of times I have it for the week, but you know, things come up every day that change. So I have to remain fluid. And when you have a consistent schedule over a long period of time, you get better at adapting to those environmental changes that are again, out of your control. So in talking of a perfect day, a perfect schedule for me, it would be getting out of bed at 10 a.m. and getting on the computer by 11 a.m. Check my to-do list, put on my headphones, pick a playlist, and dive in. Now, the playlist I choose will be based on what I'm doing. And this is a, a major part of my routine. Since 2009, I have been listening to music while I work. I wouldn't be able to do anything that I have done up until this point without listening to music. I listen to music while I write, while I design, while I video edit all the time, which is also why it was so hard and grueling for me to edit both audiobooks and this podcast every week. <laughs> I can't listen to music while I'm editing audio. My brain goes into hyper ADHD mode, thrashing about left and right. Like I need something to distract me, please. Um, it was really a, a tough adjustment for me, uh, especially with the first audiobook. It was something I didn't even consider when going into it. it was how hard it was going to be to work without listening to music. Um, and it did cause me to take longer on that first audiobook. Like I had a date set and I had to push it back. I just couldn't get into this workflow. You know, it was a learning experience too of doing an audiobook. I've never really worked with audio like that. So it's like, what effects do I do? How do I, you know, make the sound? And um, I apologize if those aren't edited the best. It's it's a learning process for me. So um definitely took me longer. Um, but then when I approached the second audiobook, I was fully mentally prepared and had a process in place because I was taking notes in that first um, audiobook edit of the process and learning from it because I knew I was going to have to do that second audiobook that I wanted it to go a lot smoother. And kudos to that because that second audiobook was way better. Um, as I was way more prepared, uh, to do that, you know, it's like record it one day or like the first half of the day and I'll get to how I break up my days, but record during this time and then edit it this time. Always learning, never not learning. back to this major part of music i have different playlists on spotify that i listen to again based on what i'm doing that day design graphic design video editing or writing i have a morning playlist filled with moby kid cuddy drake frank ocean kendrick lamar jay-z led zeppelin get the lead out and J. Cole, among others, those are the main ones that really get me hyped up in the morning. Prince, uh, really get me hyped up in the morning. And 
what I've come to learn is listening to this music coupled with a solid routine that you have the self-discipline to in, instill and to follow over the course of long periods of time. You've built this routine, this consistency that will allow you to go on days that you may not want to, on days where the motivation isn't there to go forward. With music is is a very powerful energy and it it's like a snowball effect and it just keeps going and keeps going um but we are human at the end of the day where you got to take time to rest um but on those days that I'm not feeling it this routine really pushed me forward and then more often than not, after a couple hours, you know, I, I start to get into it and that energy just pushes me forward. It keeps me going on those days that it's tough. And this happens because I get out of my own way. I feel like so often we fight the flow. We try to swim against the current, but we forget. We have to remain calm in order to just float. And go with the flow. Not everything is in our control. We can only control what we do. Things will happen. Computers will crash. Programs will crash. Exported files won't even work, even though you've been doing the same export for years. All of a sudden, just won't work. Don't know why. It's the same process. Just this MP4 decides not to work. The power will go out. Internet will go out. Fire alarms will go off. Dogs will puke. Muscles in your back will go out, causing so much pain it's hard to move, hard to even get out of bed. Migraines will arise that cause you to clench your eyes shut and bury your face in your pillow under a blanket so not a hint of light can hit your eyes. All of that will happen. Anything that can happen will, as Murphy states. Consistency. Writing out my schedule on a digital calendar has helped me stay consistent. Give me those daily reminders where I should be at that day, what I should be, what milestones I should be be at for the tasks. If you have an important meeting, write it down. Write it all down. I write Alarms for eat breakfast at this time, take a rest break at this time, stand up at this time. Get it out of your head and down on a digital calendar. Alleviate stress. You'll get better sleep. You'll focus more on the task at hand. You won't be wandering. Oh, I got to do this. I can't forget this. I can't forget this. I can't forget this. Write it down. You won't forget it. The digital calendar will remind you. Get it out of your head. Stop holding it in. Think about other things. Focus on the task at hand. If it's important to you, you will make time for it. So from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., I'm on the computer, headphones on, 
drinking my coffee, working on that task, whatever it may be. Today, it was getting ready for the podcast and then recording the podcast. 1 p.m., I have a reminder that says, eat breakfast. 1 p.m. Eastern, I will stop and eat breakfast. And I also like that time because in that half hour, I give myself to eat breakfast. My one, two, three alarm is going off. It's usually right after I eat. Grateful for the food, grateful for the coffee, grateful for the time I get to spend doing what I love. One, two, three daily gratitude alarm goes off during this break. Just a daily reminder to take a step back. Realize how far you've come. Realize that you're right where you need to be, whether you can see it right now or not. There's no life without problems, without struggle. Alan Watts says that's part of the fun. You get what you want. You are who you want to be. My perfect breakfast and one I've been eating with slight variations since 2009 has been an everything bagel with either cream cheese or peanut butter and jelly with, with a banana and organic unfiltered honey drizzled on top. I've also worked in parfaits, granola, banana, blueberries, and a bunch of organic unfiltered honey poured on top. And then I'll make my second coffee of the day to drink after I eat. After the 30-minute breakfast break, try to come back on my computer, um, do the same task I was doing before, but a lot of times I like to, to pivot and switch up tasks, do something different. And from 1.30 to 5.30, sitting down on the computer and focusing on that task. I like to one step at a time, one task at a time. Multitasking is a myth. You're switch tasking, taking twice as long and making more mistakes. It's one step at a time. Are you going to run a marathon one step at a time? Or are you going to try to run a marathon jumping? How far are you going to get jumping going two feet at a time? No, it's one step at a time. It's focusing on that next best step. From 1.30 to 5.30, I am focused on that next best step. Getting up occasionally to get water. Reminder, to stay hydrated. Water is so important. And again, one of those tasks that often gets overlooked, that is yet another task, another action that we have to perform. Our brains need it to function. And at 5.30, I take another break, let Ranger out, eat dinner. In a perfect day, I like to read around this time. I bounce around from book to book here. This is, I guess you would say, switch tasking. But I, it's a conscious switch task. I like to read different books at different times. Then I get back on the computer around 7 p.m. 
and I'll work until 11 p.m. Sometimes later, if I'm in the flow uh, and the task at hand kind of demands it. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, I know it's a lot of time on the computer and I try to find balance when I can. Uh, but I truly love what I do. Which is why, again, I don't like to call it work. I like to call it play because I am enjoying it. I This is my soul's energy coming out in the best way possible. And the time really does fly by when I'm locked in. Which is why on my computer, I have it set up at the top of every hour to say the time. It's one o'clock. This has really helped me stay grounded. You know, you can look at a clock, but there's something about the time being said out loud that kind of like snaps you back to reality a little bit of like, oh, okay, it's this time, especially helpful um, with deadlines or you got to be somewhere at a certain time, you know, or a meeting coming up. It really does keep you grounded. So it's really helped me. Um, just recommend it. So after that, that night session, you know, usually ends around 11 p.m., sometimes 10 p.m., you know, it's 7 p.m. to, I try to get a solid three hours there. Um, because at the end of the day, I try to say that I left it all out there. I gave it the best I could. If I were to not wake up the next day, I can put my stamp on this day and be content with the effort and energy I put forth. I turn off my computers, I go to bed and watch some TV. Sometimes it's a new movie. A lot of the times it's the same show, just something to unwind and pass out to. Usually crash about 1 a.m. So I sleep from 1 a.m. You know, most nights I don't sleep, you know, straight through. I usually wake up um, like 4.30 in the morning, 5 in the morning, just randomly. And I'll pass back out really hard for me to sleep straight through usually three or four hours and I'm up and trying to get back to sleep which is why on some days I will crash in the middle of the day during that 5 30 p.m break I'll eat and I'll pass out and uh some of the best sleep I've ever had as an adult has been during naps, especially those unplanned ones where you just crash and go off into oblivion, another dimension. Often makes me wonder, is this us at our most human? Indefatigable means persisting tirelessly. And a good routine is how I've been able to persist. Not saying what I've done, again, is the best. I'm not preaching here or anything like that. But I will put my work ethic with the best of them. I don't think anything in life should be taken seriously. Be so hard on yourself. Be a drill sergeant with it. Because the universe will just laugh at that. Why take life that way? Let go. Go crazy. Go nuts. Dare to stand out. Be seen in all of your glory and all of your energy. Do something goofy. Ask yourself, what has brought you to this point in life? 
how much of it was pushed by you and how much of it was pulled by your environment. Out of the 92 moons around Jupiter, how many of those could have hit Earth and sent its trajectory in another direction? Butterfly effect. Another human came into being instead of the one who grandfathered you. You aren't here. Another human is as a result. We're made of multiple stars, not just one. The same elements that make us up can be found throughout the universe. want to end with a poem from A Blissful Sleep. Nighttime, not bedtime, nighttime. Everybody unwind, relax. New people you will meet and find. Relax. Whatever happens, you'll be fine. It's nighttime. Don't worry. Soon enough, you'll have enough. Enough of what? That is for you and you alone to know. Well, I hope sharing some of my routine may help you find your way as an artist. You're just thinking of ways to be more diligent and conscious of your time spent. I can recommend a, a couple things. I would recommend using a digital calendar, using your phone notes to jot things down, ideas, thoughts that you have that pop up throughout the day. You're not going to remember it. <laughs> Very few will. Write it down as it pops up in that moment. Capture it. Write it down. You'll thank yourself later. These can be that crutch in self-discipline. But don't be too hard on yourself. It takes time. There are always environmental factors that will push and pull you in different directions. It's out of your control. You can only control how you react to those obstacles, to those challenges. And no one on this planet lives without challenges or obstacles. They're incessant, which is why we must be indefatigable. Just wake and be. Thank you for listening today and look forward to going further one step at a time. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like and comment. It's free to support. A like and a share goes a long way. Softcover novels, audiobooks, and ebooks available at Bleast.com. Let's go further together, one step at a time. See you next week.